Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. Nope. He awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own, and driven by an unknown force to change God. history for the better. It's God. His only guide on this journey is Al, an observer from his own time who appears in the form of a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. And so Dr. Beckett finds himself leaping from life to life, striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. Shalom, and welcome to Ziggy Gets It Wrong. Quantum Lee podcast. I was going to try to do it real Jewy. I'm Brian Levy. <laughs> That's Evan the Mayor. Yo. Casey the Casem. Howdy. Guys, these episodes. September 9th, 1959, and the other one is in 19... February 2nd, 1974, episodes 15 and 16 of Quantum Leap. Yeah. One of these is boring, and the other is also boring. They're both a little bit insane. Because uh, uh, it's... One is coming from... I. I I think they're insane because we don't really understand like a lot of the cultural references. We we might be too young. Like the idea that people aren't aren't like playing rock and roll on the uh, radio. on the radio is silly. Like we don't know that. Yeah. So the send up uh, for a good morning Peoria is that Sam Beckett has leapt into a DJ, a radio DJ, Howlin' Wolf Man. Right. What the hell's his name? It's it's Wolfman Jack for for all you know all all intents and purposes. Uh, it should be noted that virtually nothing happened on September 9th, nineteen fifty nine, except for the Atlas missile test by the U.S. government. Got to keep those ruskies down. That's how we get all of our um, you know innovations. Is the Cold War weapons uh, race? It is also notable that Tim Taylor's wife is in this episode. Yeah, she uh, she does a good job. And we agree, like she's a good actress. Yeah, and and, and she's hot. Like hey. young Patricia Richardson, hey. also ageless. I feel like she always looks the same. Yeah, uh, can't wait to see her on Home Improvement, the 2000 XX version. Uh, no, assuming I, that it's going to be, <laughs> it what? has to. It has to happen. Everything we've run out of ideas, so yeah. let's just recycle. I don't think those kids want to do it. Like Jonathan Taylor Thomas doesn't act anymore. Uh, he doesn't. No, um, he sells tires. Zachary Ty Bryan still shows up. Uh, places and then that little like wimpy kid who plays Mark, like, <laughs> he's not doing anything. Well, no, he had like he got like married at seventeen. He, or he's something. a congressman. <laughs> he started a vegetarian restaurant. Ew! I don't think so. He's get- a hippie. Also, people are angry at Tim Allen. I don't think we're getting um uh, Rubin back. Why are we angry at Tim Allen? Because of Last Man Standing. He, he's like, oh the, no! You mean the show that was a hit that was on for several seasons? Look, that white man didn't get his chance. Uh, you know, all he has is a show that went into syndication. Like, oh, you know what? He and I share the same birthday. Moving along. Oh, Sam uh, jumps into this DJ, and the first words out of his mouth are, "Oh God, I'm a DJ." His Whoa! his level of concern has <laughs> has not been that great in any of his previous leaps. <laughs> all of which uh, were much more dangerous. Than yeah, this. he freaks out. Like, there's an episode where he jumps into a man with a gun in his hand. He's he thinks he's murdered his partner, and in this one, he's more concerned with oh, being a radio. D- oh, Jesus Christ! He's less concerned when he jumped into a pilot mid. mid- right. right. 
Yeah, this this he is very upset about being a DJ. Uh, like, meanwhile, like you just don't know. He hates the shock jock morning zoo type. Uh, like, uh, but he sure does settle into that character almost immediately. Um. So, hey, I'm the Wolfman coming at you. <laughs> what is that? A dog on my lap? <laughs> so we've been trying to figure out like what what movie this references, and of course, it's like three different movies: Footloose. Like, Footloose, Hairspray, Hairspray, Crybaby, and Good Morning Vietnam, uh, Sam lifts wholesale uh, Robin Williams' shtick to do yeah. his DJ show. Pretty much. And like becomes insanely popular. Through some exposition, is revealed that uh, this popping is starting to get to me, buddy. Like I told you. Popping and locking. <laughs> Choke up. Sorry about that. We've got a cord budget that needs to be updated. Anyway. Uh, exposition reveals that the DJ is in love with the... Pro- what is she? The owner of the station? I, she's the owner, program director. And uh, Rachel loves her some rock and roll, and the advertisers do not like it. Yeah. It's Footloose, well, no, but, but they, with rock music. But they were, like, dancing. I did enjoy it when he uh, when when Sam puts on a record, whatever it was, rock music, and then it just cuts to a street scene, and there are teens just dancing, Bob dancing it- around. Because, because apparently this radio station is being piped through loudspeakers in this Peoria. No, they, they, they had all convertibles. That was, was <laughs> yeah, just everywhere. It never rains in Peoria. Nope. I'm surprised you guys nope. didn't nope. know that. Um, Al shows up wearing a silver metallic jacket with a very loud tie, and what I thought were jeans but they could be dress pants with a very strange pattern i can't tell maybe acid wash you know <laughs> yeah. uh because it came back in that timeline i also noticed and i did not notice it no i noticed it prior but i never mentioned it why does ziggy make dolphin sounds <laughs> it's <laughs> dolphin noises no i always thought it's like um when you hit a guitar go <laughs> because it's a, it's a computer it's cyber noise wait <laughs> The guitar sound. Yeah, it's a guitar riff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like that. Like if you hit a, if you, if you like, <laughs> wait, what is it? It's like if you hit a computer cat. That's the noise. A computer it, cat. A computer cat. What, this would, be, this would be the title of this episode. What sound does a computer cat make? Meow. <laughs> yeah. Meow. <that. laughs> <laughs> So what? So what was Ziggy's uh, proclamation? Ninety-two point four percent certainty that Sam is there to save Rachel and the station. Ziggy got it right. Uh, here's something though. That ninety, and we've yet to just say that's not really how odds work. Like <laughs> just because that ninety-two percent is going, there's still that six percent chance that like. Sam is there to save that guy who's getting mugged from being murdered also. And that just never comes up. Um, there, Except that Ziggy gets wrong there, all the time. There is a glaring continuity error in this episode where Sam is freaking out because he doesn't know what to do, you know, how to be an on-air personality. He's literally sweaty. Like, his hair is drenched in uh-huh. sweat. And then he gets on the mic and he does his whole, like, blah, 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 blah. and then he turns around his hair is Bone dry and perfectly quaffed, and he's like, I love this. Like, like this has totally gotten me right. I am going to be awesome. Weird. And he just, he, it's good to see such a low stakes episode. I was, I so while I was making my notes, I said the stakes of this episode seem in, insanely low, even for this show. <laughs> and we need really? to power rank the stakes going forward. Oh, sure. So for this one, I would put it, I would put it at a two. Well, because no, no, saving. Uh, what we so, don't need, uh, we don't need a power ranking. What we need is a scale. So let's say for right now, 
like you can be a Peoria. If you're a Peoria, you have no stakes, right? I thought that there was some <laughs> there was some pretty significant stakes because what was at stake was the radio station itself, like their business. I, I give that a two point five on the on the really? scale of five, and if the, the the five episode is going to be the season finale in which he has to have the senator get elected, basically to save the Quantum Leap program, right? I mean, uh, that's like the a, most important leap, but you don't know that until the end. Right. Like but, the stakes are actually huge because all because otherwise it's just Sam hanging out. So in the wind, and a one for me would be in the second episode where he he hits a home run and then immediately leaps or saves a cat and immediately. What about leaps. Peggy Sue? I mean, Peggy Sue. Once again, <laughs> saving rock and roll. Like it's amazing. God how really invest- wants rock and roll to live. Look. If I go to heaven, I bet they have a hell of a band, you know? Yeah. Um, Depends. Depends. Depends (laughs) on where those guys are going. So obviously... But God seems to like rock and roll, so they're probably all going to heaven. The townsfolk that don't like rock and roll want to shut this radio station down, and the city council has essentially said, you're not allowed to air rock and roll on the... uh, uh, the airwaves there, and they they do what any American ought to do and say, this is free speech, motherfucker. Here's the thing. Once the city council says that the rock and roll is illegal, they barricade themselves in a in the radio station and play rock and roll. And then the townsfolk, the advertisers, and this one really very angry man uh, uh, named I forget what, t- basically destroy McGee. Yeah, they like cut the power to the place. They cut the the transmission wires. They throw bricks through the window. They're committing wanton acts of vandalism and. Absolutely no one stops them from doing it. Uh, like, right up until the end, right? Like He's and, taking an axe to the front yes. door, and everyone's just standing there like, That's what are you going to do? End. You, you kind of skip to the end there, but like... Yeah, but throughout the episode, this man... And, that was a, an elected official, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, and, and like, th- he, they frequently show him having powwows with the police off, chief police, whatever, like, in a diner, and they're just like, damn it, Gary, you got to stop uh, this Guys, nonsense. most people don't know this... But the movie Pleasantville was actually based on this episode of Quantum Leap. Oh, really? No, I made that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's like the same plot. It said, it said they didn't want them doing like art and like listening to like Ella Fitzgerald's Forever. This oh. time they're like really angry about uh, rock and roll. So the man's name is Frederick Beeman. And oh. if I were the owner of that that radio station, it just sounds like a Protestant. After you, you know the, the 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 people were all like, "All right, you can play rock and roll." I'd sue the fuck out of that guy. Right, and I'd I'll sue him into oblivion. And also, you're going to pay for my renovations. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, buddy. So yeah, so then Sam and the lady fall in love, and he leaves. We forgot uh, that's the most basically it. Yes, important part of this episode where she cl- uh, accused him of faking the entire thing so that she he could kiss her. No, where <laughs> Sam teaches Chubby Checker how to do the. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yes. How could we? How could we forget the worst scene in television oh, history? Was pretty, that was pretty terrible. I literally want. I was like, this show needs to be canceled. I would cancel <laughs> this show. It's like, guys, remember that time that Sam taught Michael Jackson to moonwalk. Well, he's going to teach this other black icon how to, to do, do the his twist. dance also. That scene, that scene goes on for like five minutes. They're all just doing the twist in the lobby of this radio and station. It's, and it's not a tight twist. Like when you do the twist, no. your elbows are being yeah. supposed to be close to your body. And he's got his elbows like cockeyed like uh, yeah. almost to a T. And Chubby Checker is singing his own song, but the music is not playing. Sam has the record in his hand. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And at the time, he's not anybody popular, so like, so he wants to right. he's play a, the record. He's a relative unknown. They like, said no it was a demo. Like 
Yeah. <sighs> Where's he getting this demo? All right. So Sam basically saves the radio station. Blah, blah, blah. He Ziggy also gets makes it right. a reference to the Beatles, which did not. Well, no, the, they, Beatles, they, no, the Beatles existed. In just, 1959? Just not in, not yeah. in America. Just not, not in America. I don't think. I don't think they they, they might have been the quarrymen, even. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't care. Don't at me, bro. But anyway, then he <laughs> leaps into February 2nd, 1974. The title of the episode is Thou Shalt Not. Uh, it's the Jew episode. It's the Jew episode wins the award for special achievement achievement in melodrama in a science fiction program uh this this talk and somehow this episode has higher stakes for me than that previous episode even though it is literally no no stakes i I like the radio the the peoria much better than this episode Uh, i love for so first off i love both these episodes i like this one because the villain it's just so friggin' hateable. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to hate. Like, I'm here to be a doctor. <laughs> Let me rub sl- your shoulders. Slimy psychologist Jew Look, writer. Sheila. I forget. What's, what is her? Well, yeah. Irene. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Irene. I'm just here to open up your heart. Uh, you have to let David go, oh, right? Isn't David the son? Something yes. like Sammy, I think. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> some anyway, Jew. the <laughs> Some tuna. Yeah, no, okay, it's a family where the, the, the son has died in a plane wreck, and they're all re- just stricken with grief. Right. And the, and the daughter just has her bat mitzvah, and she's feeling unloved by these grief-stricken parents that are, you know, pondering uh, all the... the it's just the ins- It's just very sad. It's extremely sad and melodramatic, and I forgot to mention that on February 2nd, 1974, history was made. History was made. The smallest crowd at Cleveland are- Arena for the Cavs versus Golden State attendance one thousand six hundred forty-one. Oh, and, and a, and a <laughs> professional or just at just at know. that stadium? Yeah, at that stadium. And um, also the F sixteen Fighting Falcon flies for the first time. It is so. This is another reference. Like, like there's a context point we don't get being children of the eighties. You know, we forget that. The seventies was the me decade, and it was yeah. before psychoanalysis of the eighties. It was like the introspection, make yourself feel good. Well, didn't of the seventies? Uh, yeah, because there was that other other episode, Disco Inferno, where Sam is like, "Oh boy, mood rings." Yep, Ugh, everybody's talking about their feelings. So I, so that's one of those things that I think this show is cool. Oh, so yeah, so but like it, it really gives you some context for like you don't think about this stuff. Like I, I, I don't know. This I also, also don't think the writers did. Either. Well, the, the writers have obviously never met people, like other than themselves. So this also <laughs> sets up a rule to the universe of Quantum Leap. Oh yes, because God is in charge of this mission, and He has left Sam into a Jewish person. That means that God is concerned with the imaginations of Jews, yeah, wants sure. them to do well. Um, I believe that I, I've heard this somewhere, perhaps at synagogue. Uh, we're the chosen people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, statistically, if we're going by percentages, I don't think that Everyone, he's mostly leaping into Jews. It's mo- just this one Jew. It's so. If I had to really think about it hard, I'm sure this isn't the only time. No, but I wonder if they're like, "Hey, let's get let's get it, let's get this out of the way early." Right. Um, does he say "oy vey" every time he leaps into a Jew? Oy vey. Does does he instead of "oh boy"? Did, did he do it the first time? This yeah, one? he does oh, it. Yeah. He, he said, oh, oy vey, I'm a rabbi. Oy vey, I'm a rabbi. So anyway, Al shows up wearing a golden tie and a brown jacket with a very strange gold medallion thing with a repeller on it. 
probably I thought be. of you the minute I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Question, is Al Jewish? No. Answer is no. He just loves the food. And then uh, when, can dance. when he shows up with Ziggy, and I swear to God, that computer got bigger. The handling. It, it became bigger. It it's like happen. the size of a Game Boy Classic at this point. It's always changing. Okay. Uh, and then it says, in the year 5,734. <laughs> oh, wait. That's Jewish years. <laughs> Al has never. Al is cultural appropriation. <laughs> yes. I mean, like total. It's, I love gefilte fish. It's all Al. Like he's like it's like oh chitlins, gefilte fish, bialis. Like you know, I don't know what other ethnicities eat. You yeah. know, it's yeah. he, but he has never met a uh, stereotype that he could not identify and claim to love. Right. I love everything. Yeah, like, oh, it's like a New Yorker cartoon in here. <laughs> like, you know, thanks, Al. Anyway, the plot line of this movie, very melodramatic, like, not much. I mean, it's just like, eh, he saves a marriage. What else are you going to say about Ziggy's it? What was initial uh, there, assessment? There were no predictions whatsoever. It was basically just, Irene is going to ruin her life by having an affair, and you need to stop it. you got to so, save this family. So basically, Ziggy got it right. Um um, 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 I hate saying, um, I hate but it. But the smarmy psycho psychiatrist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he reminded me if... He's seriously about to rape a woman just for the sake of a chapter in his book, and then he's like, it's it's research. Right, like, bro, you are creepy. Yeah. I don't think... Um, how, how come the brother... Okay, so the, 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 the rabbi and the other Jewish guy married Irene, are they're brothers, uh-huh. and then they all show up at the beach house at the same time, the the writer guy, the psychologist guy, goes scampering off into the darkness, and yet the brother punches the rabbi in the face. I'd be punching the shit out of the guy with the with the fucking he pipe. Didn't, he didn't see the the psychiatrist. Oh, he, I, only, I, he showed up because Sam goes to save the day. Oh right, and Sam. Then, and they're the, hugging. The and husband the, comes and is like, "You're banging my wife. I oh. should have known it." So here's a question that I have, Brian. Yeah, okay. All right, so are rabbis allowed to get married or be uh, like faithful? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's, absolutely. A, that's a little bit confused. That is that is not a problem. That is because uh, priests, like Catholic priests, uh, they're, all in a marriage of to, celibacy. they're all in a marriage to Jesus. And the Yeah, if you're a Catholic priest, you can't get married, but if you're a minister in like a... Uh, like, well, that's yeah. what the whole, you know... Uh, uh, Protestant, what? but but the whole set vow celibacy celibacy thing also came around in like the six hundreds. It was not the, at the beginning of the church. Okay. The biggest downer moment of this episode is when the daughter says to her uncle, "I wish you had married my mom." Right? I hate my dad, and I'm like, "Woof, woof." There's a lot. To, there's a lot to work out. A lot of emotional baggage in this episode. It's a downer of an episode. Yeah, very. Yeah. Very. But but I mean it's fun it's fun for me. Also, I- let's not overlook the fact that Sam invents the fucking Heimlich maneuver. Yep. Doctor Heimlich, are you okay? Yep. Uh, uh, it's it, that's so that's the best part is because they've doubled up on that like two in a row. They don't they don't normally like so overtly be like Sam invents stuff. You know, uh, it's always it's slang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's right. It's 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 you know sprinkled in, but these two back to back. Also, the Heimlich maneuver wasn't necessarily invented by Heimlich. He just like codified it. Mm-hmm. That was, everyone knew you, you you had to like put a gust of air through somebody's like throat <laughs> like, to get that food. Like that's not old news. <laughs> I mean, that's not news. That's old news. It's old news. Yeah. Old news, just like these two episodes. So yeah, these ones are boring. But the next one, what? Yeah, I, really uh, I, sc- I screen grabbed the 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 final sequence where 
He jumps into what is obviously a child's body because he's oh. wearing bear slippers and he's got his his uh, Bullwinkle Moose jammies on and you know his dad comes in and he's like, "We got to get going, kiddo." Uh, you know, get the oh, have you not watched them yet? No, I have not watched okay. this one yet. Okay, great. I great. really want those. But those the best shirts. part is Sam looks in the mirror and he is a child with Down syndrome. He's and that then child. He, he's like. 25 oh is he okay yeah. he's a grown man i, I couldn't I, whatever i couldn't tell but then he basically turns to the camera and he goes i'm retarded we, you just <laughs> don't do it anymore sam <laughs> like like but of course in 1999 you still kind of did but uh, uh. in 1989 you definitely did ne- next week we're gonna have a lot to unpack yeah. let's just say can't wait this is a show that is the definition of problematic. <laughs> and could not be made today. It could not be made today, but definitely has its heart in the right place. That's great. It's so amazing. Just like this podcast. There is so, like, you, you don't even know the special guest, like, the special guest star next week. Mm, yeah, don't spoil it for me. I won't. I right. won't. Until next time, send us off, Brian. Oh, we came up with a, didn't we come, come up with a goodbye? Did, did we? I don't think so. I think we did, and I forget. It's yeah, been a week. Too. Right. See you next leap. See, ooh, ooh. see you next leap. I like it. See you next leap. <laughs>